yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers. Are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off The Mat Podcast. Each week, your host, Jessica Cross, dives into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take your business from A to B and have some fun along the way. Grab some tea and pull up a seat. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Marketing Off the Mat. I'm so glad that you're here. We're talking about something really, really interesting and important today when it comes to terms of online business. And we're talking with Kati Zarina all about how the pandemic has changed YTTs and the way forward online. And I think you're going to really love this episode because Kati tells it like it is. She shares all of the wonderful things and the not so wonderful things in building an online business. And I just love that we're not seeing just a highlight reel of her success, but she's really showing us all the spectrum and is giving us a little peek behind the curtain of her business, Transformative Yoga, her YTTs, her incredible 200 hour, her yoga wheel training, all the lovely things that she's putting out into the world and how it's working for her and the twists and turns along the way as she continues to build this business. So let's take a listen. Hey, Kati, how are you? Hello, very good. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Well, I I knew when we got connected and kind of understood a little bit about what you're passionate about and what you're bringing into your business. This is just such a perfect conversation to be having today. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and to share this with everybody. Thank you. Of course. Okay. So we heard just a little bit about you in the intro, but I know that's barely going to scratch the surface. So tell us a little bit more about you and how it brought you, your journey brought you to today. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm a natural talker, so I'll try to be a little bit quick, but um, the journey for me started with the university. So I first tried yoga when I was on the exchange student. So I studied in university in Finland. But I did the exchange student in uh, the, the exchange program in Spain. And a friend actually dragged me into a yoga class. And I haven't really, you know, heard much about yoga before. And so she took me to that class. And I remember I hated it during the I was doing it. I was absolutely like useless in any arm balances and any chaturangas I ended up like on the mat in my sweat feeling like what was that but then there was a shavasana moment and the feeling I had after the class was just amazing and I completely got blown away and I was there just every day, every day, every day. And my physical abilities were not really on top because I didn't really do many sports when I was a kid and I'm more so flexible and strong. And so the teacher caught it straight away and was really on top of my chaturangas and things like arm balances. And I would like hate him for that. But then I I just got really hooked by, you know, the sensation, not the physical thing, but the sensation of wholeness that this gave to me. And funny enough, I then returned to Finland where I did my my, uh, university degree. And I used to live in a very small village, not Helsinki, not a big town, small village. 
and it didn't have any yoga classes around. It just had one yoga class on the gym, but it wasn't proper yoga. It was more like stretching. So you didn't get into the feeling. You didn't get into the philosophy. So I went there just once and I thought, okay, what am I going to do? I can't live without yoga anymore. And somehow all of a sudden, like, well, they say that some people say it's circumstances. Some say, well, it was just meant to be. I thought, okay, I'm just going to download something from the internet, some program that I could, you know, continue. And I had no idea about yoga styles, yoga teachers. I didn't know anything. And I ended up downloading the David Svensson introduction to primary series of Ashtanga yoga. And I was like, well, this guy, he seems funny, you know, in his little shorts and tanks. And, but I just got hooked completely to that method. And I was practicing by myself online for half a year. And now thinking back, I'm just, isn't it funny how it all started? I actually started online, but not because everything was online, but just because I didn't have any other you know, option. And then later on, I finished the university. I did the degree in the economy and tourism. I started working with that and I continued with yoga. And then a friend of mine uh, actually told me like, hey, I just did this 200 hour teacher training and it's amazing. You should do it. And I thought, wow, well, I probably need to go to India to become a yoga teacher. And she said, well, no, you can do it anywhere. And the school, it was actually an American school. It's yoga, the rocket style with Larry Schultz. I'm, I, I know, I, I'm sure you know it. Yes. And so they had a program coming to Spain. And so a friend of mine actually said, come on, just do it. Just do it for yourself. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do it for myself. I'm really happy about my life, about everything that I'm doing. I do yoga just for fun for me. I'm practicing it. And then I do, I work from a different thing and I liked it, you know, and I did the teacher training program. It was one month intensive, six days a week, super, super intensive. And I started uh, getting, you know, reading the magazines and somehow it just came to my side, all those stories, how yoga changed life of, uh, well, mostly women, but also men who did the teacher training. And I thought, no. It's not going to happen to me. I have a perfect life. You know, I have everything planned out. My job, my partner, my future, everything's just going to be fine. And as you can imagine, after doing the training, in about three months, my life changed completely. Completely. I quit my job. I couldn't find common language with my partner anymore. So we split. I thought I wanted to go deeper into personal development, into getting myself from the philosophical, but also in from a more practical point of view. So I decided to become a life coach. And so I did the master's degree in personal development and leadership. I did a coaching master and I started teaching yoga little by little. And all my friends, especially my parents, thought that I was crazy that I wouldn't be able to survive, that I would be, I would end up basically like under the bridge somewhere, like homeless. <laughs> because, well, it happened like what? Almost 12 years ago, yeah, when 
yoga was not big at all and everybody who was doing yoga we looked at them more like hippies who don't even have you know any university degree they don't have understanding on how to work with how to work their life out basically and I remember my parents being so worried about me but somehow I just felt like you know that's just my way I'm sorry and I know I was also worried but somehow it just had to turn around for me and lucky enough I got hired by a yoga school on a permanent contract after of course few years of it didn't happen overnight I was renting up spaces to give classes in the first year I would always just pay the rent with everything that I've earned and I was struggling a lot so everybody who is listening now like it, it there is no quick uh, road to that there is not and if it is maybe you're just lucky but in general there are ups and downs while teaching yoga I was one year I changed five other jobs I was working in a jewelry shop I was working as a personal trainer I was working in a real estate company I was working as a secretary just quitting the jobs every time that I say okay they are not fitting into my yoga schedule so I'm just going to quit them and looking for another thing and yeah and then somehow I finally found this balance between okay I got hired by a yoga school as first initially as a yoga teacher and then they saw my potential and I became a teacher like um, an assistant to the teacher trainings and then I became a trainer pretty pretty fast within two years working with them and yeah, this is how it all happened. And after that, um, after that, of course, I just spent with them some time. And then I, I built into something like moved into my own thing and into my own school. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much that I want to say about your story. <laughs> it's so wonderful that, you know, you were open to actually learning online at a time when that was not popular. And yeah. there's so many people out there too, that just don't have access to yoga. Even now they don't have. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so you have that, you have that exact experience that many of your students and your teachers have also had. So that's wonderful. And then I think about how you were making ends meet barely, paying the rent at the places that you're renting just to teach, just to have the opportunity and, you know, barely getting by. But it, it, you mentioned too, that it was not overnight. And I'm so glad that you said that. It's so important to normalize the fact that these incredible teachers that we look up to on Instagram or wherever we're <laughs> seeing them, it's like, it's not an overnight thing. No, at all, not at all. And I think that we live in a society where we're so visual and we hear all those stories and we think, wow, but how did she do it? Like she managed and we get desperate when we don't get the results straight away. But this is actually the basic principle of yoga. This is what all the yoga philosophy, all the yoga texts like talking about. If you take a look on Bhagavad Gita, which is like the core text of Indian philosophy. That is the message, yeah? So we want to separate ourselves from the fruits of our actions. And just, you know, just work, just do your thing, just walk your path without 
waiting for the results and more so without waiting for immediate results. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so good. That's excellent advice. And I love how you brought it back to the Gita because that's, that's what we're all here for. That's why we continue to show up and podcast or at the front of the room or, you know, wherever it is, it's, you know, to, to, to continue to show up without attachment to the expectation. And, and the finer point that you made about the immediate expectation is really, really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. So you were working for this teacher training cohort, this, this business, and then you kind of moved into leading your own trainings. And at what point in your business did the pandemic hit? Because we all have a point (laughs) as a part of our business. So tell me a little bit about that story. So uh, that the pandemic actually hit when I was on the edge of actually leaving the company where I was working because I was going to do my own thing and I was going to create something on my own, but I just didn't know what what would it be, you know, like because here in Spain, I'm in Spain, I'm in Barcelona, there are yoga studios in every corner is just so popular. So I thought, I wouldn't, and I don't really want, you know, I didn't really want to invest in an actual place, into actual, you know, uh, all the premises of the yoga business. So I was just thinking, okay, I know that I've just, you know, like it was amazing and, and, and I just learned so much working for another company. But in, in my heart, I already, I always felt like I wanted to do something on my own because I have my own message and I have my own vision and just my soul was like craving for, okay, you just need to, you know, start walking your own path. And so um, the pandemic hit when I was still in this process of working with this school, but I've already uh, started creating some small retreats. I actually did something very interesting, which was the city retreat, which was a two day. I found a beautiful space, but in the city. For people who couldn't really go on the retreat, who didn't take time, you couldn't have time, you know, to go for a week or even a long weekend. And so we did like city retreats and it went really, really well. And then I had students from the teacher training, which I was given, asking me to continue like mm, practicing with me. And all of them, they lived in different locations. US, Europe, Asia, and they were like, Katya, we just want to continue practicing with you. Like you're my favorite teacher of all the course. So how can we do that? And I remember that I didn't have any, you know, any suggestion for that because I thought, well, how can we do it? You need to be here or I need to be there. That's the only way. And then I had a student and she worked for Google, very, very smart girl. And she was like, but we can do it online. And I was very skeptical first. I thought, how can we do it online? It is yoga. It is something sacred. I won't be able to touch you. I won't be able to be there. You won't feel my energy. How is it going to happen? But she said, come on, let's just try. If it's not going to happen, it's going to happen. Let's just try. So let's do six classes. And if after six classes, I don't like it, we just stop. Okay. And that was my first experience online. And good thing, very good thing for me that I started before the pandemics. So I started doing the online classes before the pandemic hit. And so this experience was just amazing because we were able to do classes in Google. They have just, you know, 
amazing space for them. And so every lunch break, she just say, I'm just going to go to the gym and plug you in and we'll do a class and then I continue working. And that was so amazing because we would never skip a class. She would go on vacation and say, okay, I'm going to be on vacation, but I have time then. Okay, can we do it? And, and that was amazing because the most, you know, the most difficult in private lessons is scheduling, right? So and families and kids and vacation time. So it never worked that well. And with her, six classes turn into months and months working together. And then other students of mine heard that I did online classes and started asking about it. So before the pandemic, I already had four long-term online uh, students that we would do classes online. And when the pandemic hit and we were all locked in, the, in our houses, many students started asking me, Katya, I want to do classes with me. Are you still doing it with you? Are you doing it? I want to do, but I thought, I don't have physical amount of hours to give classes to everybody. And I was so tired because I was still working for that yoga company. I was doing my private clients and I was doing my own practice. I never, ever can leave my own practice. And I was so exhausted. And then I thought, okay, what if I do a course? What if we do something together, yeah? What if we do something very special? Because most of my students by that time they were already 200-hour graduates. So they were not somebody who are just starting yoga, but they came to me because they know that with me, they can grow much more. Yeah, so they could get really very deep inside of the applied anatomy to yoga, and they could also adapt their practice, not only to their body, but to their emotional needs, to their life situations. Coaching really helped me to develop this this connection and so I decided okay I'm going to create my first online school online it wasn't even school back then it was my online course and I really loved the uh the tool of yoga wheel have you heard of yoga wheel I have it tell me more you have it it's amazing right oh wait is it the one that you can use for like inversions and back bends yes and... yes okay yes. I do. yeah yes 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 yes, yes. okay it's tell the me wheel. more it's the, it's the, the plastic wheel which, which comes in in different size sizes and so I during the pandemic I started playing around with it a lot and mostly people when they see the yoga wheel they go okay uh, this is something where I can just roll my back on, you know, like on that wheel. Uh, and there is nothing else that they can do, you know, they basically they use it for back bands. And I started playing around and I created so many fun and, you know, uh, helping as well, helping asanas to work on your strength, to work on your on your balance, to work on your arm balances. So I thought, okay, I really like the yoga wheel. So why don't I do the quick course, 25 hour, you know, like continuing education course for the yoga wheel. And let's just start, you know, let's just take it from there. And I'm at home, I have nowhere else to go. And for me, I really love the nature. I am a nature person, I can never be at home, you know, longer than four hours <laughs> in the weekends. And staying at home just made me feel like, okay, I need to create something, I need to do something with all that time, because just, you know, I just needed to do something. And so I created this course like in two weeks. 
I was just working nonstop, making videos, making plans, making photos. And I, I did the entire course in two weeks, like super, super intense. And I didn't even think about marketing. I didn't do any advertisement. I did not do anything because I thought, okay, probably it's not even going to work. Let's see who needs my courses, you know, when there are other big schools out there. And I just promoted in my stories and Instagram and, and texted it in my newsletter to the students who've been practicing with me, like my private students. And out of nowhere in one week, I had 20 students in the course. And I was like, wow that is amazing this is really something and then more students would come and more students would come and then I would have to do okay let's do it another one the other course one more time and then the same students who would graduate from this course they said Katya I just really love the course will you do another course I want to do more courses with you if you do more courses, I'm going to uh, I'm going to join you. And it was not one person, but like every second student who would do the course, she would tell me just like, I really want to do more courses with you. And so I did this course in March. And by August, I already had another course, which was 50 hour transformative sequencing. And I just took it from there. And then I realized, OK, I'm having so much more fun creating something on my own. And finally, my heart says, yes, that's the way, you know, that's the way you needed to go. So I left the company and I just continued, you know, on my own way, creating uh, courses and, you know, and here I also want to share, you know, that first half a year was just amazing, you know, everything, the energy, the, of course, the outcome of the courses. I, I earned much more than I would earn, you know, just being a regular, even teacher trainer in, uh, but being um, working for another company. And I just thought, wow, that's amazing. Look at me. Uh, you know, I bought myself a car. I was just like on the top of the world, feeling amazing, doing all my courses, doing all the work. And I was self-employed. So after first six months of really, really hard work, then we were uh, allowed to travel again and or maybe a bit more. But when we were allowed to travel again, I went on my first vacation. And I took like two and a half weeks off. And I was just enjoying myself, you know, on vacation. And then I came back home. And for the next month, I thought, OK, what will be the next thing? And by the end of the month, I realized, oh, oh I don't have any salary. You know, I'm self-employed now, so I have to take care of my finances and I have to plan all those things. And then when it became like, wow, this is a lot of work. So being self-employed and creating all these courses, well, now I have a little team that helps me on all the, like I have um, a person who helps me to take care of the finances, another one who helps me with web design and creating the technical part of the courses. But still, there is a lot of things that you need to take care of. And first, when you just make this decision, well, I didn't think about it. Maybe it's a good thing because if I would, maybe it would have stopped me. But nowadays I realize that Sometimes being naive can actually push you into something and then you realize, wow, 
it's actually not that easy all those <laughs> all those processes so yeah that is how that is how it all started and uh, from then on the the school just continues growing and growing and um it it's it is taking shape and the name transformatives come from that because you in my school i always want to in, uh, to bring more awareness into the never ending um process of transformation that it's not like you will have the same body for the rest of your life you won't will never have the same needs for the rest of your life and even the your life situation would be different. So the basic approach of transformative yoga school is that we don't have the fixed sequences where we're, you're trying to push your students into because I just felt, okay, it didn't make sense. Well, I did Ashtanga for 10 years. So I know <laughs> what the fixed sequence are and they are amazing to teach you many things. And at the same time, they are very rigid. So in transformative, I'm actually teaching my students to ask questions, to figure out what is good for them and what is not on all levels, not only for practice. And as well, it is transformative because since the moment we started, we have so many different courses. We do the courses just yoga. Now we're we're planning on, we're actually starting the 200-hour teacher training. So we do the, the transformative yoga teacher training we do the wheel training, we do the SUP teacher training, you know, yoga on boards, on paddle boards, on stand-up paddle boards. And so I just, you know, this creativity is so exciting to me. And I think, okay, how else can I call my school rather than transformative? Yes. Yeah. There's been so many aha moments from the time that you just decided to start naively as you said and mm. it kind of has shifted and changed and molded with all the lessons and all of the experiences that you've had in running this business it's amazing thank you <laughs> so it's interesting too because you know we've, we've been in this whatever state we're in now whatever part of the pandemic I'm not even sure what we call it these days <laughs> um, never been, ending <laughs> never ending it feels for sure um you know it's a couple of years in and you know folks are I think craving in-person experiences and then sometimes there's more restrictions and that kind of seems to ebb and flow a little bit so you know what do you think um for the folks that are listening is it possible to start online business today in, in terms of, you know, offering yoga, be it training, teacher trainings or classes, you know, what are your thoughts on that, the state of online yoga business today? Yeah, yeah, very good question. And I went through the entire journey to figure out what would be like my vision to this and my place into it. So I started with all the students that I knew personally, all the students who signed up for my first course with this were, were mostly the students that I have met personally that I have hugged personally and shared my energy with so for them it was no even not a question that they wanted to do the course with me and then they brought their friends and their relatives and more friends but then at some point new people started um, joining me and there were people that I didn't really know and there were people from all over the world it was so amazing 
And so then I started taking, um, like, um, I had a couple of sessions with the marketing coach and just business coaches who would just suggest that I change my business plan into more either subscription-based or that the courses would be on certain periods of time that basically the idea was just that I would make more money, right? So to make the process of joining the courses much easier that anybody who wants, they just fill in the, the questionnaire. And if we see that, okay, they have certain experience and everything that we request, they can straight away join the course and they can do the course online and they could start it all online without me because before it was online but live like we are doing it right now that were some pre-recorded but I always had live lectures and live classes and I tried out that model and I didn't really like the results first of all I saw that about 50% of students wouldn't ever finish the courses so they would join they would start they would pay money and then they would just disappear. And somebody would just say, well, that's amazing. What else do you want? But, okay, this was not something that I wanted because for me, it's very, very important that I know that they understood the course, that they've actually put it into practice. Or sometimes they would just send me the exam. The exams was two parts. I wanted to see them practicing and teaching. But still, it was a very short, like 10 minutes, uh, exam and then sometimes I could see that they are, looks like they were reading from somewhere out there and then I thought okay how am I able to give my certificate with my name with the name of my school to somebody that I don't even know the level of their practice and the entire experience started to become a little bit less personalized and there I felt like I don't get satisfaction from it and I don't really see is it helping my students or not will they be implementing the, this knowledge in their life in their teachings or not and so I thought okay maybe at this point business advice was great if you just wanted to do a business but yoga can also be a business but you need to find your way to do it so of course you need to make money because we, we live in a material world we all need to you know live our lives take care of our children and you cannot just you know you cannot just say okay I'm just gonna flow go with the flow <laughs> but I thought okay I don't really like this model it's not really working for me and then I changed into more and more personalized approach. And then things started to shift. And there I felt how online courses can still make major differences. And there I could feel the energy, you know, I could feel it because every time that you're alive with people and we have always like amazing group of mostly it's women for my courses sometimes it's like 10% male who join but anyways uh you I could feel in some of the lectures that after the lecture everybody just sits in front of the camera like ah you know like they just in the zone they're just there they just don't want to disconnect and say okay next thing I'm gonna rush and it really worked, you know, like I have goosebumps when I, when I remember this moment. It's just so emotional for me and it's so great. And so I thought, I'm just going to stick to this model because this is 
this is what really works for me and this is where I can feel that I can still connect to my student and for me this is the advice for everybody who wants to do their own little thing like if you think about a business model of course we have all those subscription-based giants like Alo Yoga and like well you know all of them yeah and Honestly, guys, I don't know how you would ever compete with them. I don't say that it's impossible, but it's really, really tough because their subscription gets cheaper and cheaper every year. And they have more and more international, amazing teachers. Like I'm subscribed to Alo Moves, of course. You know, I have all my favorite teachers there as well. And it's so cheap. So, but you can never get uh, feedback from any of them. You can never stop them and say, hey, I have a question here. You can never ask them, how are you? You know, tell me something about yourself. I want to connect to you on a personal level. And going online can really open the door to you. And what's amazing, it has opened so many doors to me I would never imagine. Uh, for example, in August, I did an online live teacher training for a yoga studio in Taiwan. So I was just on a big screen with my personal interpreter. Inter what, how do you say it? Like how somebody who interprets what oh, she's yeah, saying. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was there and there were 15 girls in the room and all of them had their mobile phone next to their mat. And I had them all in the screen and I was teaching the class lifetime for them in the studio. And they, I had an assistant who would come and adjust them and assist. And we would have classes and we would have lectures and they could ask me questions. And we would have the entire uh, weekend of training. And after that, we had a graduation ceremony and it was just amazing. And then for them, it was much better to just say, okay, rather than we invite you here, and it was still impossible for me to come to Taiwan because of the travel restrictions, they would say, but we really want you for this training. So let's see how we can make it possible. And they said, why don't we do that? And I said, okay, let's, let's go for it. And, you know, that is just amazing. And I just think that online can really, really work 100% for those people who are willing to think out of the box a little bit, you know, and who are willing to make time to a personal connection. Because if you just say, okay, I'm going to do this online thing, but I'm only going to watch everything on recording, I'm not going to connect to the teacher at all, it wouldn't work that well, you know. It would still work because they still watch my recording of me in, in a direct interaction with other students. But the most precious thing is that they can actually connect to them to me. And the other thing is that they can adapt the course for themselves. You know, like I did the course, the first course, and actually the only, no, I did two courses, which were like really nonstop. And one of them was in person. I did one full month and another one was full online. So I did my 300 hour teacher training already like two years ago. And it was full online. Like I never stopped like being a student myself. And I like to try those different approaches. So what, what is helping you with the online uh, format is that you can take my courses from anywhere you're at. 
from the US, from Europe, you don't have to physically come and be here with me and you will still feel all the energy, all the knowledge, and I will send you all the documents, all the manuals and all the videos. So it, it actually, sometimes it could work even better for, I don't know, for people who are really busy at work or for moms, you know, like most of my students are moms who have kids and they say, hey, I just cannot think about the idea of leaving my kid for two weeks, you know, it's impossible. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. There's so, there's just so much wonderful things to share and and to talk about, about what you just shared with us. It's so good. I love that you said like online doesn't necessarily have to be like a, like the downfall or a detriment because it's not so much, it's, it's the, the thing that keeps people coming back is the connection to mm-hmm. you. And yeah. that connection may not be able to be in person because, you know, where you are in Taiwan versus where Taiwan is, it wasn't possible, <laughs> yeah. but you had an incredible experience online because you're willing to show up alive, to be able to answer the questions, to share about your day and connect. That's what kept the people coming back. It's the so connection. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's so, so good. Okay, so I know there's folks that are listening right now that are really thinking about building their online presence for all the reasons that you just mentioned, because it's so powerful. If -hmm. you could give them a tip or a piece of advice as they're getting started, what would that be? Um, Okay, one word, community. Community is everything. You can have an amazing business plan, an amazing uh, concept, design, whatever you want to call it. But unless you have a community of people who already are following you, who already are in love with you and with what you do, let's say, it will be very, very difficult. So before you start, for example, if there if anybody who is listening right now, you want to, and it's, this is all my personal advice. Of course, I'm not, you know, I'm not somebody who just say, okay, how to live your life. And this is also one of the most important values of transformative yoga school. You are your own guru. I'm not your guru. You are. So you can listen to my advice and then say, no, I do a different thing. And you will be totally right. But for me, what I've really learned throughout these years is that community is the key to success. And for the reasons that we've just discussed, you've create, you create this personal connection that will feed you emotionally, business-wide, wise people will bring other people to you. That's just the word of mouth marketing is still one of the strongest. Of course, if we're not talking on major like... Uh, Uh, you know, in the state of, okay, you're going to have thousands of new people in your classes a day, but it's very, very strong. So what I would recommend is to start creating your community, whether it is online, whether it is in person, if you're trying to start online, your community should be online. The other thing that many people don't understand is that it takes, it is really, really difficult to take your students who have been practicing with you for years in person to all of a sudden take them online. I've tried many times and in most of the cases, it's not working. 
because they just know that they want you and they want all these essential oils that I put around in the end of the class and they want the music and they want the scents and they want to hug me in the end of the class and you know they just want to tell me their little stories in the end of the class online you will never do it you know and so uh, this is completely different thing so if you are trying to build something online, but you just don't have anybody following you online, start with that. And maybe start with something free, you know, just getting attention of people and creating your community there, giving them some tips, giving them something that, that they want. And then little by little, you will just create a group a group of people that will maybe you create a weekly classes, maybe you, you create a monthly plan and then take it from there. These are the tips that I would say if you try to start on the very, you know, on a personal scale. If you are a yoga school, of course, it's different. Yeah, that's really, really good advice. I so resonated with what you said about trying to take your in-person audience online it's so hard and yeah. I 100% agree. If you're wanting to build online, you've got to build that community online first. Exactly, exactly. And you have to be ready to spend a lot of time online. You have to be ready a lot of time in social media. I'm sorry, but it is true. Yes. We just have to, this is just how the things work right now. And then as well, if you want to delegate this work to somebody, you would need to find somebody who truly understands the core of your business, the core of your personality, the core of your message. Otherwise, it will not happen either. That's that's so true. That's that's <laughs> such an excellent point. Yes. If you're going to be online, you want to make sure that it's with your clearest and truest voice. And if yeah. there's a person who can help you do that, great. If not, you're probably like 99% of us solopreneurs are out there. It's like, we're, we're man in the ship behind Instagram or TikTok or whatever we're on. <laughs> so exactly. we want to make sure it's, it lands. Yeah. 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 Totally. And the last advice, what I would give, depending on what you're trying to build, for example, for me, the advice was to delegate all the technical things. So for my online school, I have a technical person who does all like I send all the information, all the videos, my manuals, all the text, everything, how I want it to look, how I want it to function. And then she does everything to me. So I don't have to care about it because otherwise I would just go crazy. And what we need to understand, like you cannot learn everything. And sometimes it's easy to find somebody to outsource and you can try many different. I think I, I, I worked for with three different people. Before now, I'm working with this girl that I'm just like, we understand each other super well. And she reminds me of those stuff. And she just, but don't you remember that that was on, on the special offer for the Black Friday? I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so she, you know, she keeps me on track. And then she said, no, but you know, this photo is really dark because your, your style is, you know, like white and gold and blue colors. Yeah. I'm like, that's it. You know, like you've already got it. And that's just amazing. And so like this, I don't have to take care of the technical stuff because what can um, what can be a real struggle for your students online is that if your service is not easy to follow, is not easy to use, is not user-friendly. User 
So if you're trying to build an online platform and let's say you will have live classes and then they can watch it in the library in the recording. Make sure that it's easy for them to log into the platform, to find the library, to find the class. And this is, would be very available because nowadays people will not tolerate difficulties with that. They, they will just not. This is just how everything is working, you know. And so you either need to be very good at it yourself or just ask somebody to do that work for you. Just outsource and make sure that it's working. Yeah. And there's so many amazing ways to outsource and find people. As you said, you've worked with three different people before you found your person. And there's just so many different avenues to, to meet different freelancers who, you know, they're like putting online educational content together and into a platform is that's their zone of genius. Let them do that work. So you can really focus in on, you know, what you love teaching and writing the curriculum and all of those wonderful things that you get to create. So good. Absolutely. Okay, Kati. So this is one of my favorite questions that I ask all of my guests, and I would love to ask you as well. So if you could go back at any point in your previous life, previous career, previous version of you at any point, and give yourself some advice that would help you have maybe one less sleepless night, fewer headaches, what would it be? I think it would be don't take everything that seriously. You know, that some things in life just happen that they're supposed to happen. And maybe now you don't understand the lesson and you think that it's unfair. But maybe later you understand. Or maybe you won't. Maybe it's just a law of karma. But uh, lower down the importance of everything, you know, and just enjoy more. I think this would be my advice. That's excellent advice. Yes, we take ourselves just 1% less seriously. <laughs> yes, yourself and things that happen and the moments where you think, okay, I've put all my work here and I've did everything and I failed. And well, you did not fail. You just expected different results and they don't just don't come overnight. And, you know, don't take it that serious. Yeah, <laughs> that's just information really. Yeah. Oh, so good. Okay. So I know you have a lot of wonderful things coming up this year. So tell us a little bit about what you have coming up that we can uh, hang out with you and learn more from you and um, where we can find all those lovely things. Yes, of course. I'm glad to share with you. So I'm doing my 200 hour online in-person online teacher training. And I'm super, super excited for that because I feel like this is the year where finally everything just clicks together and the school and the method has taken the form where uh, I just get the feedback of the students that they really enjoy the courses and they really learn a lot and they really have this lot of aha moments. And that made me realize that, okay, I'm doing the, the right work. And so I started the 200-hour teacher training in January, and it is a one-year program that you can actually complete at your own pace. So you will have three months of live classes with me via Zoom, and then you have the access to the online platform, which you can just go at your pace, and you have one year of access, and you have 
different classes, different lecture, different exercises. You have the full course manual with yoga asanas, with yoga history, with introduction to philosophy and much more. And for those who want to add something to that course, you have an optional five days immersion with me in Spain, in Barcelona. So I know that many students many of my students they say okay I did the training but I still want you know to have a feel of how does it how does it feel to practice with you in person how does it feel to you know to feel your adjustment and all that so the five days optional so if you're not coming you get that training on the recording and you get some in-person you know time online with me as well but for those who want to come and join um, I put it well separate so people can plan their time. So the in-person one will be in May, in May 2023. So I know that this is a good time. There are no school holidays. <laughs> and so people can join. And we have that. And then we have the upcoming Yoga Wheel teacher training for everybody who wants to learn how to use this amazing yoga tool that I just love. We will have the Yoga Wheel Teacher Training in March. And it is a 25-hour uh, continuing education teacher training. And you can also, that teacher training you can do if you are a Pilates uh, teacher or if you're a fitness professional, because this is something very, very specific. And you can add this work into your Pilates workout, into your fitness workout, into your own practice. This is a very, very interesting program. And in summer, later on, after we finish in May, we have the SUP, Stand Up Paddle uh, Yoga Teacher Training. So there are a lot of things happening. I couldn't be happier. And, you know, me and my team, we're very excited. And also, I feel like this is just a way of always continue growing and, you know, learning new things can help you to make your practice better. Because if you try a balancing pose in the water, you will realize how difficult it is. But then the moment you can do it on the water, you go back to your mat and you say, that's easy. I'm ready for the next step. <laughs> yes, it's so many wonderful, like enlightening things that you can find in your own balancing practice on the SUP board. Like I, I totally agree how difficult it is the first time you step out. To, yeah. It's kind of scary at first. And then you, you build confidence. So that's, that's really great that you teach that in addition to your 200 hour and your wheel training. That's just so many neat things. And people get to come to Barcelona to train with you in person as well. It's really neat. Yeah, and Barcelona is just amazing. You know, I love this city and I don't know anybody who wouldn't. <laughs> I yeah, definitely would love to see Barcelona sometimes. So maybe I need to check out your trainings. It sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, you should come one day. <laughs> definitely. And so we'll be sure to put all the links uh, that you just mentioned to those incredible programs that are coming up later this year in the show notes so people can check them out. And then if people want to follow along social media, where can we find you? Yes, I'm on Instagram, so you can find me there. It's a Katerina Serena Yoga. Um, and yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram and we're not so much on Facebook because as, as I mentioned, you know, it's just get overload with everything. I'm also just very lately, I started to uh, develop a little bit more my presence in YouTube. So you can also find me on YouTube. We're not so big yet there, but I'm putting some of my classes and you can try all of my classes 
You can try the transformative yoga method. You can try the yoga wheel and the SUP as well. You can try it on YouTube. And that is actually what I recommend to all of my students who have never trained with me. And they say, okay, I want to do a training with you. I say, well, have you tried any of my classes? If not, first go to YouTube, make sure that you like it and then come back. Oh, that's really smart. It's a great way to for folks to get to know you before they really invest in, in those bigger trainings. That's a great idea. Yeah. So. And then I also want them to make sure that they, they really, really, you know, they really know what they're doing. So then they just don't say, okay, it was just impulsive decision. And now I want to do ceramics or something else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, the choices are endless these days. So that's really smart yeah. that you help people feel really uh, invested in, in what they're signing up for. It's wonderful. Yeah, of course. Thank well, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And again, thank you for being on today. This was super fun. I loved your story and I just love what you're putting out in the world. And, and thank you for sharing your message with the teachers that are listening, but small business owners who are just trying to make it out there. Like you're really helping. So we're so grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jessica. It was an amazing experience for me as well. And I hope that everybody who is listening you know, you enjoyed the conversation. And yes, if you have any further questions, feel free to connect with me on any of the sources that you'll find, you know, just say hi, just ask me anything. I'm always open to help. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, yes, and your links are in the show notes for your Instagram and, and everything that you mentioned too. So you guys go DM her and, and say hello, get to know her. So <laughs> thanks again. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing to speak to you. You as well. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Isn't Kati wonderful? I just loved that chat so much with her. I learned so much and she is generous when it comes to giving us a little peek behind the business and how all the wonderful things that we see are actually happening in the background. I'm so grateful to her for all of that. So definitely check out the show notes. We have links to her Instagram. We have links to her website. And of course, to her incredible 200 hour teacher training that's coming up at the end of this month in January, 2023. And it includes a little retreat aspect, if you like, to go to Barcelona. So how cool is that? Go give her a follow and definitely send her a DM if you'd like to connect. I'm so glad that you took the time to sit with us today and move a little bit forward in your business. So thank you. Thank you for showing up and keep showing up. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Mat podcast and give yourself some gratitude for taking action in your wellness business journey. Please share this episode with someone you know who could use a fresh dose of inspiration. And we'd be thrilled if you would rate, review, and subscribe to Marketing Off the Mat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to share an idea with Jessica? DM her at jessicacross.co on Instagram to continue the conversation or find out how she can help you take the next right step in your business. Until next time, stay inspired and keep showing up.